Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. It's back to school time in the Low Country, and it's a new year for the district when it comes to teacher salaries, retention, school safety, and referendum projects. So we sat down with Buford County School District Superintendent, Dr. Frank Rodriguez, to talk about the increase in teacher pay, how he's accommodating the growth in student population, school safety, and a whole lot more. Ted Barber, who's the chair of the Citizen-Led Oversight Committee, also joined us for a little status update on referendum projects. Let's listen. Kudos to the school district. The, uh, the pay increase for teachers is amazing. Takes us to one of the top paying uh, locations I know in the state and elsewhere. Tell us why the district made the move and also has there been a difference? Have you seen a difference in terms of retention and interest in positions in the district? Yeah, well, thank you for that question. And, and here, here, here's the bottom line. It was a priority for us during this budget cycle to do this. Uh, from the very beginning uh, of the budget cycle, we've been planning uh, for this and planning to make it happen. Our educators are the most important var variable in, in uh, helping students secure greater outcomes and reach their highest potential. Our classroom teachers, uh, the support staff that supports them, they're integral in making sure that our students reach their highest potential. And that's our core mission, right? And so we decided that we needed to make that the top priority in this budget cycle to move us from being ranked 53rd in the state in South Carolina in compensation to the very top of that scale. And so we're excited about that. Uh, we think it's the right move uh, and we think it's important uh, in order to make sure that we help our students uh, achieve and secure greater outcomes. We've got great teachers uh, and we're excited about this opportunity. During the uh, budget cycle, uh, the unfortunate part of the budget cycle is that uh, in order to get the budgets approved, uh, it, that ends at the end of June, well into the hiring season, right? And so uh, in terms of, of uh, hiring new talent, uh, that is something that we're going to see throughout the course of the year. And we're going to see during the next hiring season uh, where we'll see that as a significant impact. However, what I will tell you is that we're already seeing uh, teachers who have retired, who are living here locally in the low country, uh, that are reaching out, looking for opportunity to come back into the classroom. And with that, you get a veteran with experience in moving student achievement. So we are excited to see some of that already happen. Yeah, that's great news. And I can't wait to see what the future holds in terms of that next upcoming hiring season. It should make a a great impact. Let's talk a little bit about school safety. That's been top of mind for so, so many uh, in the news recently. I know safety upgrades were part of the district's referendum in 2019. What's been done? What's happening in that arena? And what can you tell us? That is always top of mind. Safety and security is something that's at the very forefront of what, uh, what we do and consider all the time. And so uh, some of the things that we've done uh, independent of uh, of referendum projects, I'll start with that, is, uh, is around uh, crisis planning and crisis management. We have a crisis plan, we have crisis teams, but we review those. We work closely with our law enforcement partners. Uh, we train together with our law enforcement partners so that we can respond to, uh, to situations when they occur. 
Uh, and so, and so that involves everybody in a system, right? And making sure that, that you're able to uh, operate efficiently uh, in the event of a crisis and that you're able to uh, uh, make sure that you're doing the right things uh, without getting into details of what we do, uh, make you doing the right things in order to help, uh, uh, you know, stabilize situations and minimize uh, the impact of, of things like that. And so uh, we're thankful for the great law enforcement partners that we have in our community, as well as uh, our fire departments that we work closely with. In terms of uh, the referendum projects, that was an important part. And um, I'll let uh, uh, Ted Barber talk a little bit about the work of the clock as they oversee our work and talk a little bit about uh, the things that they check on as well uh, in terms of safety and security and referendum. Well, great segue. That's my next question was for Ted in terms of, of what's going on with, uh, with some of those projects that were part of the referendum, where we are with that. Thanks for allowing me to be here and uh, supporting this, the district itself. Uh, the citizen-led oversight committee, of course, you know, is a brainchild of Dr. Rodriguez to have an independent council that would review the referendum projects. Uh, many people do not realize that as of our last meeting, we've held 32 meetings so we meet every month and we review the status of all the projects across the, the, the district, you know, uh, looking at all the spend of all $344 million. So we look at that, we look at the schedule um, as well as individual projects and how those are progressing. Let me segue back to the original question about safety and security. One of the things that's a large part of the referendum is the upgrade of technologies and safety and security in the actual schools themselves. Um, you know, a lot of people would not see bricks and mortar being happening within their local school, but there's a lot that's happening in the technology field. Uh, all of the schools are receiving, you know, upgrading in computer systems, uh, CAT6 wiring systems, and in that also includes upgrading of all the security systems that are in each one of the buildings. That includes building secured vestibules, secured pass systems to allow only those that are allowed in the school to get into the school card reader security systems and et cetera. But one thing that we as a clock had a chance to review at our last meeting is that the school system has also integrated a, a uh, security uh, technology system within each individual school that has allowed, uh, that will allow the teachers to actually alert the security system within the school itself. The teachers actually have a capability to actually lock down the school if they need to that will alert everyone in the school. And that also goes back to the district office. So the district office and the director of security and safety for the district knows what's happening. Uh, then the proper authorities can be, uh, can be called if necessary. And that's a tremendous upgrade because it required the improvements of all the technology systems in each school. Every school is being touched in that way. The clock members at our last meeting had an opportunity to review how that system operated and we were duly impressed with the design and how that worked. So uh, Beaufort County is on the leading edge of what they're doing around safety security from a technology perspective, besides the normal processes and procedures that they've always had in place. But this is just another added layer that they're putting in and improving the technology to be able to allow alert, alert um, you know, the proper authorities as well as though in the district as well. Uh, many people don't realize one thing that all schools are what they have is something known as a bi-directional antenna. So that allows them to also communicate via the uh, radio systems of the security, the, you know, the police and fire and those types of things. 
So it allows additional level of communication as well. So if the internet doesn't work, cell phone towers don't work, this is a whole different realm of being able to communicate, especially in case of a fire. So, you know, that, that's part of the technology part. Now, in segueing into what, where we are with the referendum, the school district is doing very well in what I call very challenging times. Many people that have uh, begun to understand over the last couple of years what's happened in the supply chain. If you've had the opportunity to order a new refrigerator and it took you a year to get a new one, then you understand the same thing happens in the construction business. So the project managers, Robert Odding, directing um, that department with all the project managers and, and the use of the third party program manager company, Heary, they've done an excellent job of managing through this. Now, has cost increased? Yes, it has increased because if we've seen, uh, especially in the last year with the inflation and things with demand and supply chain, things have increased, but the district's done a really good job of managing that, making changes, doing value engineering to hold the cost within line. Uh, there is going to be a challenge to finish the referendum projects under the current budget. They're working through that to make sure they can do that by the end of 23. And based on supply chain issues and supplies, we project as a clock member and talking with the operations department that the referendum projects will probably spill over closeout wise when in the 2024. We're supposed to be done by the end of next year. So that's just due to all the issues we've been dealing with. But the, the district's done an excellent job. However, we as a clock, if there are issues, we bring those up. We report those quarterly to the, to the school board. And we are an independent uh, group that reviews that. And actually, we speak the truth and what's going on. So if there's an issue, we say that. Uh, if not, then we, we continue to monitor. Um, also, we have a section on the, uh, the, the web page of the school district all of our documentation there, all of our review, financial reviews there, all of our presentations are there. So the public is more than welcome to go there and review all the documentation that we have. That also includes the quarterly reports that we present to the school board as well. All of our members are volunteer. We're not compensated. We do it in support of the district. Um, I had no children that graduated from Beaufort County High Schools. I moved here in 2013 full-time. But as a person who knows the importance of the future of our country, it's important that our students are well-educated. This is one reason why I support this and do this. When Dr. Rodriguez called and asked if I would agree to do this, I wholeheartedly said yes, because I knew it was a way to improve Beaufort County. I'm a taxpayer, I'm a resident of Beaver County, and I want it to continually improve. You know, it's great to know the incredible oversight and transparency that's happening with $344 million and uh, that those projects are underway and the fact that you're meeting so frequently and really kind of reporting back is just, it's refreshing and it's wonderful. And, and just to know that as a chamber organization uh, representing the business community, we so appreciate that we get it too, that education is such a key component. It's why our business education partnership is, is one of our strongest uh, committees that we have. And mm -hmm. uh, we just know the future really matters. And speaking of the future, Dr. Rodriguez, you know, this is Southern Beaufort County, fastest growing area in the state of South Carolina right now. How are you planning for that growth, that rapid growth and, and what that brings to our school system? Well, you know, that, that is uh, another item that is on the forefront of all of our conversations and strategic conversations. Uh, we know that uh, it's likely we're gonna have to build uh, a, another school, find a plot of land and build another school in, in the years ahead in order to accommodate that growth that, that does exist. Uh, Mr. Odding has had 
quite a bit of, uh, of the strategic planning around that work, he and his team, uh, in order to get us there. COVID, as you know, in a sense, put a pause on, on that for just a little bit, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden pick right up where we left off before in terms of, of that growth. So I'm gonna let Robert talk a little bit about the work that he and his team have done uh, in terms of planning and helping us to accommodate that growth. Good afternoon. Um, so what I'd say is part of the referendum, we came out of the gate uh, with design projects at May River High School and River Ridge Academy so that right as soon as the voters passed the referendum, shortly thereafter, we were starting construction on those two facilities. Now, the growth has uh, continued in, since they've been built and they are filling up. And we do foresee uh, additional schools needed uh, in the not too distant future. Our next focus would be on another elementary and middle school. Um, and there's been, we're in conversations right now with the board about doing similar to what we did with River Ridge Academy and May River in having those facilities pre-designed. Um, so when the next referendum does come forward, those can be designed and we could start construction right out of the gate on those uh, additional school facilities. Great, great to hear that, that that's happening. And then another question for, for Dr. Rodriguez, you know, we're back in school here. Uh, what, what is what you're most excited about in the coming year? What are you most excited about this, this school year? Well, that's hard to pick. We got a lot of exciting things that are happening here in Beaufort County and in, in our school district. One, we're very excited about uh, the school year ahead in terms of uh, having our students experience uh, a more normal school year than they had over the past couple of years. Uh, we know there's still COVID around and we're having to deal with those things, but it is gonna be a more normal school year than we've experienced in the last couple and that they've experienced. That first and foremost is gonna be really important for our kids. Additionally, um, we're excited here at May River High School as an example. Uh, they've just been approved uh, by, by uh, the United States Air Force for an ROTC program. They're the one high school here in Beaufort County that did not have an ROTC program and they will be getting uh, an Air Force ROTC program. Uh, so we've been approved to hire uh, somebody to lead that program uh, from the Air Force and uh, they should be in place by January. And then in January, they begin their in a sense planning year uh, uh, before the next school year starts. And so that's an exciting piece every one of our high schools are gonna have uh, an ROTC program. Two, uh, we have our MedTech 7 program, which is really gonna start to pick up steam now, which is an arts integration program. It has a um, uh, uh, biomedical component uh, to it, and it also has a cybersecurity component to it. And so uh, several of our cluster sites will have access and experience that. Uh, in addition, we're expanding that cybersecurity component to other areas and other schools that that haven't had uh, the opportunity yet. So that will be there available. Uh, I think in addition uh, to all of that, um, what I think is exciting about this upcoming school year is that if you recall towards the end of last year, we had uh, extended learning opportunities with, with several education partners uh, in the community that our students were able to access closer to home uh, uh, in the after school hours. And so uh, we're expanding that a little bit more as well. And that will be available to more students across Beaufort County uh, in different areas. And so we're, we're excited about all of that. We think it's gonna make a significant impact for our students 
Uh, and we're, we just can't wait to get the school year started. And we're we're looking forward to a great year ahead. Well, it sounds great, gentlemen. We're in great hands with our school system. We thank you so much for giving us this update. There's so much going on, and we are so happy to spread the word on everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people. 